Welcome to Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast with fraud expert Skip Myers. This is your guide to fighting fraud and chargebacks. Learn the best fraud prevention solutions and strategies. How to enhance your fraud prevention team. And how to prosecute criminals. Now, here's your host, Skip Myers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ruin a Bad Guy's Day Radio. Hey, I'm Skip Myers, and I'll be your host today. Hey, welcome back. Uh, as you know, I took a few days off R&R for the holidays, and, and I'm happy to be back. Boy, there's a lot of news to report. And hopefully, everyone has been changing their passwords and looking at their data security and how to protect your identity against those hackers. Wow, a lot of different breaches and hacks going on, and it just doesn't seem to end, does it? And, you know, I was talking about that in that last uh, podcast I had about when I was recently hacked, my identity stolen. And yes, really, that did happen. And that is still ongoing. And, and here soon, I'll have another podcast to update you with that latest information. So that's ongoing. But interesting, uh, you know, this this data breach phenomenon you know, continues to occur. And you know, I said it again you know, a few podcasts ago. It almost seems like every single week, for sure every month, you know, there's new news that comes out about another data breach. And it's just amazing to me, and I'm sure a lot of you would agree, that this continues to happen. And what are companies really doing to protect themselves from a data breach and in turn protect you or their customers from bad guys stealing our identities? It's getting out of control. So something more has to be done and we'll discuss more of that later where here in the United States, certain legislation has been approved through the Senate to actually require businesses to do a lot more and also government agencies to do more to protect your identity. So we'll talk about that again a little later in another podcast as these things develop. But uh, today pretty much is breaking news. Just a day or two ago, brand new information reported by wired.com and some of this podcast is related to the recent wired.com article titled an astonishing 773 million records exposed in a monster breach okay i'll say that again you probably didn't hear that but it's amazing an astonishing 773 million records exposed in a monster breach and here goes the article. So we're going to dissect this and dive in deep and see what really is all about this recent hack and what this article is telling us. So it starts off, there are breaches and there are mega breaches and then there's Equifax. But a newly revealed trove of leaked data tops all of them for sheer volume. And that's 773 million records involving u- unique email addresses or over 21 million unique passwords, all recently posted to a hacking forum. The data set was first reported by a security researcher by the name of Troy Hunt. And some of you may know who Troy is. Troy maintains the I Have Been Pawn website. It's a, you know, a website which is a way to search whether or not your email or password has been compromised by a breach from any point. So we've talked about it in a couple podcasts where I Have Been Pawn com is a great website to enter your email address to see if it's on the dark web and see if it's ever been part of a data breach. So we talked about this before in a podcast, a great place to start out to see 
if your information has been hacked before. So I highly recommend using this site. So the question is really the so-called collection number one. So this is the collection number one is the largest breach in Hunt's menagerie of research. And it's and this particular one is not particularly close, they say. So the hack itself, if anything, the above numbers belie the real volume of the breach as they reflect Hunt's effort to clean up the data to set an account of duplicates and to strip out usable bits of information. So in raw form, this information comprises 2.7 billion rows of email addresses. 2.7 billion rows of email addresses. That is incredible. And passwords, including over a billion unique combinations of email addresses and passwords. So the trove of information appeared briefly on Mega, which is a cloud service, and persistent on what Hunt referred to as a popular uh, hacking forum. So it sat in this folder called Collection One, which contained over 12,000 files uh, that weighed in over 87 gigabytes of information. I mean, that is massive, 87 gigabytes of information. And while it's difficult at this time to confirm exactly where all that info came from, it appears to be something of a breach of breaches. It's the the granddaddy of them all, you know, the mother load of breaches. That to say that it claims that to aggregate over 2,000 leaked databases that contain passwords was protective hashing information was cracked. So, you know, it's a breach of breaches, uh, so to speak. So it looks like um, a completely random collection of sites, uh, purely used to maximize the number of credentials and available to hackers, Hunt tells Wired Magazine, so, or Wired.com. And there's no obvious patterns. It, it just uh, includes a maximum exposure of information. So he says something sort of the to the effect that this sort of Voltron breach has happened before, but never never to this scale. In fact, only is this largest breach to become public, it is second only to Yahoo's pair of incidents, which affected 1 billion and 3 billion users, respectively, in size. So fortunately, the stolen Yahoo data hasn't surfaced quite yet. So there's a big question mark on that. So, okay, so the big question is, who is affected? You know, who's affected by this latest data breach of 773 million different records that have been exposed. So the accumulated lists seem designed for use in so-called credential stuffing attacks. So that means, you know, hackers throw email and password combinations at a given site or service. And these are typically automated processes. It may be bots or something like that is that has been created by a human and automated form on a computer that prey especially on people who reuse passwords across the whole wide internet. So you be honest with yourself, you, and I've done it before, but I don't do it anymore. Uh, you probably use the same password on different sites over and over again because it's so difficult to remember all the different passwords on all your email accounts and all your financial accounts, your business accounts, and so forth. So a lot of people, uh, lazy, um, did it before myself, uh, You reuse the same password on different sites. So that's a big no-no right now, and you should really consider changing those passwords. We'll get more into that here in a moment. But the silver lining in the collection number one going public is that you can definitely find out if your email and password were among those impacted accounts. So Troy Hunt has already loaded them into Ivan Pond, 
And all you have to do is just type in your email address and just keep your fingers crossed that you're not in there, but you know, there's a good chance you are and then wait for the results. And while you're there, you can also find out how many previous breaches that you may have been a victim of. And I've, and I've done this several times and in other podcasts, you heard me talk about that. I'm pretty sure that some of my email addresses were hacked during a LinkedIn breach a few years ago. And that makes sense uh, due to some of the uh, suspicious email activity that I've had after that, that breach. So whatever password you're using right now on any accounts, you should change it right now. Just change your password on some of the more important accounts that you have right now. It's a great idea to do that because your password and password associations to other websites have probably most likely have been compromised. So what makes up a good password? You know, we keep talking about the importance of having a strong and very long password. And so many people, as you probably know, that has been reported before, the most commonly used password that people use is password. P-A-S-S-W-O-R-D. Why in the world do people do that? Well, they're lazy or they don't understand really the consequences of not using a strong password. So don't do that. Don't use something that is so easily guessed or or commonly used. Use very long passwords and strong passwords. And let's go over this again. So really, what's a strong and long password? Well, a strong and long password is made up of upper and lowercase letters. Upper and lowercase. It's also made up of numbers and special characters. And The general recommendation for a very strong and long password is really 8 to 12 characters. So that's a combination of 8 to 12 characters making up of upper and lowercase letters, numbers, and special characters. So a lot of ways that make it easy for yourself to remember those things. It could be a passphrase and you're using special characters and upper and lowercase letters and numbers to type out that phrase. So it could be, hey, I'm Batman. 123, but you make up that phrase through a combination of upper and lowercase letters, numbers, and special characters. So that's very important to do. It's very difficult for hackers to guess those type of passwords. The uh, ability to guess those passwords are, are sometimes in the one in millions and millions, so it's very difficult for them to do that. It's much easier for them to guess your password again, and they can hit the lottery by saying, okay, I bet it's a very simple password. Maybe perhaps it's just password. So just don't do that. Make it harder for the bad guys to guess your password. So Have I Been Pawn has also introduced a password search feature uh, from about a a year ago uh, where you can type in whatever password uh, that goes with your most sensitive account and see if that password's out there in the open. And and that's another feature. So again, I'm not trying to sell I've been pawned. I'm just telling you that's a great feature for you to, to see if your information, your emails or passwords have been hacked or actually are out there on the dark web. So you should take the time to do that. And I'll put the link to have I been pawned again on the website and in the podcast notes for you to easily go to to see that information. So, um, you know, while you're at it, Google Password Manager is a great time to do that. Uh, password managers are great so that you can use one service that will help you secure maybe one password. So there's different services out there right now 
that are password managers that we highly recommend here. And three of the, the most recommended sites, and again, this is uh, something that we looked at here, a review of the reviews of password managers. And there's three companies that seem to really stick out quite often. Dashlane is a great service, LastPass, and 1Password. So you can Google it, any one of those names, Dashlane, LastPass, and 1Password, three great password manager services that are out on the internet that are out there right now to help you manage your passwords so that it's harder for the bad guys to get your information and hack your accounts with, with stolen passwords. And I'll put those links uh, again in the podcast notes. Uh, right now, I Google these password manager services and uh, in the more research I did into this, I do not recommend a free password account pretty much you get what you pay for. So, you know, there are free password manager accounts you can get out there. A lot of people use them, but you do get what you pay for. They're very limited and they do not uh, afford you the same level of security as a paid service. So all three of these companies, Dashlane, LastPass, and 1Password, all have services that are very inexpensive for you to help you secure your password. So Dashlane, is really is a standout service because they advertise that they're the only password manager company with a U.S. patent for its security architecture. So that's really uh, a great service right there, and they have a great group of technology services based on that U.S. patent. I think that's a really strong service right there. And what's really interesting, too, uh, a lot of the services at Dashlane, you're able to autofill forms and auto log into your favorite sites using their service and their password managers um, service. So that's that's a great company that's really doing a lot of innovative things to help protect your passwords. LastPass is another one, um, great service. They advertise that it's great for individuals and businesses. So it's it's a broad type of service. I mean, they, you can get a premium account there for only two dollars a month. So you know it's not free, but two dollars a month. You know, what's the price on securing your personal identity and passwords? So that's great service and great technology because their passwords are protected by those of you in the IT business by the AES 256-bit encryption service or the SHA-256 where some of the highest standards in password and encryption services. So you should really take a hard look at, at LastPass. And the other service that, that from the review of the reviews I did, uh, is one password really like them too? They start at about two ninety nine per month, two dollars and ninety nine cents per month. You get one gigabyte of storage, uh, I guess, with that service. Uh, unlimited installations of that password uh, manager, and they do uh, include a, a unique one twenty eight bit identifier, which is really a strong level of security and encryption for your password. So again, I'll put those password manager links, podcast notes, so that you can link on those and, and just browse the internet at, you know, when you need to, or when you want to, to look at password managers that are out there. There are several other companies that offer similar services. So that is highly recommended and recommended by haveibeenpawn.com as well. So get a password manager. We all have so many passwords that we got to keep up to. And in this day and age, it's not if, but it's just when our information is going to get hacked. So let's, let's take it up a notch, secure your passwords and your identities, and really look really hard at those password manager companies. It's well past the time to start doing that.
So how serious is this? Well, according to Wired.com's article, it's pretty darn serious. I mean, isn't it? I mean, while it doesn't appear to include more sensitive information, this hack here recently of the 773 uh, accounts, uh, this hack does not include credit card or social security numbers, apparently. So collection number one is historic for the scale alone. A few of the elements also make it especially unnerving, according to the article. First, around 140 million email accounts and over 10 million unique passwords in this collection are new to Hunt's database, meaning that they're not just duplicates from other mega breaches. So this is all new. So let me let me just kind of reiterate this. So firstly, around 140 million email accounts and over 10 million unique passwords uh, are now in Hunt's database on this uh, IHaveBeenPawned.com website. So this is all information that he's put into his database from this large breach of breaches. So uh, it's going to be able to give you some good information there. So again, I highly recommend going to HaveIBeenPawned.com to enter your information to see if it's part of that breach. Then there's a way in which those passwords are saved in collection one. So this means these are all plain text passwords. So if we take a breach like the Dropbox breach, there may have been about 68 million unique email addresses in there, but passwords were cryptographically made hashes, making them very difficult to use, said Hunt. So instead, the only technical prowess someone with access to folders needs to break into your accounts is the ability to scroll and click. So this particular breach uh, made it simple for people to, to get your passwords with your on your email accounts. And lastly, uh, Troy Hunt also notes that all of those records were sitting not in some dark web you know, site, but on one of the most popular cloud storage sites until it got taken down. And then on a public hacking site, it was seen as, as well. Uh, not always, uh, you know, this information is not always associated on the, you know, put into the dark web. In this case, it was just put into a popular cloud storage site for anyone to go see and download and apparently purchase from the bad guys. So in some cases, they weren't even for sale. They were just out there for anyone to take which really makes it uh, very strange that someone would do that. So, so the usual advice, again, we're going to talk about for protecting yourself uh, applies over and over again. Biggest thing, never reuse your passwords across all those different sites or multiple sites where you have different accounts, including your emails, financial accounts, business accounts, and so on. I know it's easy to do. It's hard to keep up with all your passwords, but again, if, if that's the case, Locate a great password manager company like Dashlane, LastPass, or 1Password. So, I'm going to reiterate, never reuse passwords across multiple sites. If you do, it increases your exposure to the bad guys in massive uh, volumes of magnitude. So, you don't want to do that. So, get a password manager. Uh, Have I Been Pond also was as in interesting. If you go to the website, haveibeenpond.com integrates directly into one of these password manager sites, and that's one password. I think that's pretty cool. And it automatically checks all of your passwords against this database and against, against this database of known breach accounts and passwords and email addresses. So, and again, there's a great service there, and there's all kinds of different options you can have on that site to uh, really maximize the information on haveibeenpond.com. So 
Uh, what's also uh, important to any site that you go to or any account that you have, if they have two-factor authentication, enable that app-based two-factor authentication on as many accounts as you can or as many accounts that offer that. That is, again, another layer of security on top of a, having a password manager. And this is so that your password isn't your only line of defense against the hackers. The more layers of security that you can add to protecting your identity and protecting your emails and protecting your passwords, the better. And Security 101 is all about layering the security of, for instance, a building. So layered security would mean the building itself is security. The alarm system is another layer. The windows, the doors, uh, the alarms with this inside the building. It could be a safe or another lockbox inside the building. All those are different layers to protect the bad guy, or in this case, a burglar, from getting to something that you want to be secured. So think about it in the same context. Your identity should be a fortress. It should be a castle and it's it's guarded by different layers of security. You know, it starts out with the simple things. It's the building itself or your your email account and your password. But go to another layer including two-factor authentication and other things that include long and strong passwords that involving upper and lowercase letters, numbers, and special characters. Those are layers of security that make it more difficult for a experienced hacker to guess your password or hack into your accounts. Find that your email addresses are in your passwords or in Have I Been Pawned. Well, guess what? You're probably in good company because I know my information's already in there. I've been hacked before. My identity has been stolen. I've had several pass, not passwords, but several credit cards stolen in the past. And it's not just a matter of if your information is gonna get breached or hacked. It's a matter of when. So let's protect ourselves right now, make it harder for the bad guys to get your information. A great time right now to change your passwords, make those passwords long and super strong. And if you have a lot of passwords that you're managing through various amounts of different accounts uh, at your business or at home or financial accounts, consider finding a password manager to help you with that. And again, that's gonna be Dashlane, LastPass, and 1Password. And I, I recommend those. That's a review of the reviews that are out there right now. I uh, strongly encourage you to review those companies, among others, yourself, to find out what's best for your application. But it's a great uh, another piece of layering that security into protecting your identity and stopping the bad guys from ruining your day. Hey, everybody. Hey, great just to be back from the holidays. Looking forward to sharing more information with you here coming forward. We're going to keep pounding away on the podcast. We've got some guests lined up here for 2019 to really share some information on how to fight fraud, you know, how to protect your identity. We're going to get more into how to chase the bad guys and lock those bad guys up that are ruining our, back, our day so that we can ruin their day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining in. And be sure to like us at on Twitter at Day on Facebook at Day, And please share this podcast with all your friends and colleagues. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast with Skip Myers. If you liked our show, please tell your friends and colleagues. You can learn more about us at ruinabadguysday.com or visit us on Twitter and Facebook at Ruin a Bad Guy's Day. 
Join us for another episode of Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast. The information provided in Ruin a Bad Guy's Day radio podcast is for informational purposes only. It should not be considered legal or financial advice. You should consult with legal counsel or other professionals to determine what may be best for your individual or organizational needs.